Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, also known as the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, December 11th, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Uh, on this podcast, we talk about news and politics and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in, you can go to facebook.com slash profanearg and post your thoughts or a link to an article you'd like us to take a look at. Or you could become a patron of the podcast and you could go to profaneargument.com and click the become a patron link. And for a low, low monthly cost, you could join us in our Discord channel live as we record and give comments and uh, fact check us as <laughs> we record. We, we do appreciate that. So this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about the White House spiraling <laughs> more. But first, I wanted just a couple things that I want to uh, go over. One is a follow up. The wise men in Michigan that we talked about just last week or the week before. The secular ones that the principal wants to put on top of their school? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, all right. And they are. They, they are on top of the school. Right. Um, and they have been for, according to some people, 70 years. Hmm. Every every year. But uh, the but school, the school board, was built in 75. <laughs> <laughs> the school board <laughs> has decided, and uh, they listened to a bunch of public opinion, and then they decided that after a special meeting that uh, they are going to stay up. The wise men are going to stay up, and they will face the consequences thereof. And there was, wasn't was really a whole lot of talk about it not being religious. There was one person that they interviewed, the local news team interviewed, that said it's not, very, it's not overly religious, and it's appropriate, and it's one that we've enjoyed for in the community for many years. Go, go put it up over by the church. That's fine. You can put it over there. Don't put it in the school. Hmm. Another person said, uh, look away if it offends you. That's always, that's always nice. It's not that it offends you. It's <laughs> not inclusive of you. Yeah. So here's the thing that I didn't know from the first article or even this article that I'm, that I have here from uh, woodradio.iheart.com. There's a, this display actually has the, so you see the wise men and they're all looking up toward the clock tower in the front of the school. On the clock tower, there is a brightly lit Star of David. So the star that they're following is a Star of David. Is that right? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's it's kind of odd that they are using the Star of David, a, a symbol you know that has long been recognized as a symbol of Judaism, with the yeah. wise men who are following <laughs> the star to the birth of Jesus Christ, which is distinctly but, not Judaism. <laughs> but he was a Jew. He just formed the, the, the new part of the... I don't understand religion. It confuses me. <laughs> I think it confuses them, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the star, star of Bethlehem. It's nothing to do with the star of David, is it? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. But I will let, I, I will tell you this, though, because there's a kind of a follow story that I have. Sure. After you tell this one, where it's not just religious people are confused. Sometimes atheists seemed a little confused, too. <laughs> oh, Okay. Well, that, I don't know. That's really all I had about this. It's just they're they're kind of being a little bit more inclusive, including you know Judaism a bit. Um, <laughs> I don't get the correlation, but hmm. in any case, uh, they're specifically not including anyone else, whether it be someone who is a Muslim or atheist or Hindu or Buddhist or any other. 
Well, they're including all Christian religions. It's not just, you know, Catholics or Protestants. It's all Christian religions. Right. So now Ish. I'm curious, Jared, what's the what's the atheist story? Well, I don't know if it's so much an atheist, but as someone trying to be secular. So I saw this story that was on the, the New York Post, so you can, you know, take it for what it's worth. But uh, <laughs> a principal, I believe, in Nevada got fired from the school because she put a memo out to all the teachers saying – uh, she would like to keep the Christmas stuff down to a minimum this year as not to offend or, you know, exclude other religions. So she said, you know, if you want to put like scarf decorations or sledding or uh, the snowman from Frozen up, that's all good. But we're going to try to avoid Christmas trees and uh, Santa and other stuff like that. And then she and this is the this is the part of the memo that apparently got her fired or the, the part of the story that they focused on, which I was like, what? And she goes, listen, I know you might want to put candy canes in there, but those are religious, too. What? The the J stands for Jesus. <laughs> oh, come on. The, again, it was in the post article. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so there was re- religious connotations to candy canes and no candy canes. And that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And they fired her. <laughs> well, they could fire her for being silly. I mean... <laughs> You're a dumbass. You don't work here anymore. <laughs> Again, I don't know how true the story is. Maybe that candy cane part wasn't in there. I'm pretty sure they're just that shape so you can hang them on a Christmas tree. <laughs> well, they are called candy cane. Oh! Oh, I forgot the best part! Oh, oh! Uh, <laughs> the red-white was... too. The, the red was for the blood of Christ, and oh. the white was... Uh, Shit, I can't remember what it was, like the light of God or something stupid like that. Mm. I've heard from reasonably reliable sources that they are meant to represent the uh, crooks of the shepherd. (laughs) You could interpret it that way. Sure. That makes a whole lot more sense than they stand for J, which is for Jesus. (laughs) I really just thought they were shaped that way so you could hang them on Christmas trees. (laughs) Yeah. That was it. I'm sure peppermint sticks were not curved like that. And someone said, oh, you know, it'd be cool if we put a hook in it. You can hang them on trees and kids could have treats. There you go. Done. Seems perfectly logical. I don't know. My sources are pretty reliable. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, you're not fact-checking me on the uh, post story to see if that's bullshit or not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I said the white is to teach children about the Christian belief in the sinless life of Jesus. And has read the blood of Christ? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. In that case. I definitely have heard that. Delicious blood? (laughs) (laughs) Minty flavored blood. (laughs) Yes. Uh, When asked, the green and white ones were no good either. Oh, the wintergreen. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love the wintergreens. They're much better, oh. but. <laughs> He's still researching. Keep going. <laughs> Sorry, I just got an, an alert from CNN that uh, Flynn has asked the federal judge to spare him from prison time because of his cooperation with the investigation, because it was not grudging or delayed. So apparently he is, uh, that's happening as we speak. But we'll get to Trump in just a minute. Sorry about that. So I, I, this is kind uh, before you start. Before you yes. start, yep. my story. Yes, on Snopes, deemed true. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. True, true that she was fired. Did a principal ban candy canes because they are shaped like J's for Jesus? <laughs> Snopes says true. <laughs> wow. Not mixed. True. Okay. <laughs> oh, that she was fired. Yeah, it's not why they're that shape. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're not changed for Jesus. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, nice. This is kind of a follow-up and yet not so much. So we previously, a long time ago, pre-Trump, we used to talk about a whole lot of different types of 
new medical fads. We did this show before Trump was president. Yeah. We did. We used to discuss religion (laughs) and (laughs) crazy uh, medical hokum that that this probably falls under. Yeah, it definitely does. So there is a picture of Kim Kardashian on uh, on this website, which is actually from the Center for Inquiry. She went and had a vampire facial. No way. It's funny. I saw a headline about um, Kim Kardashian gets a vampire facial, and I thought to myself, what the hell is that? And I went, nope, I don't care. And yeah. yet now I'm going to learn about it. And I blame you. Damn it. <laughs> so somehow this has become a thing. It's microabrasions. It's like use very minute piercings all over the face, enough that it draws blood from all over your face, wherever it's applied, but they use... So, first first thing they do is they take blood out of you, and they separate the plasma from it. And then they use these needles and apply this thing all over your face that then applies your own plasma to the surface of your face, but they use these micro holes in order to get the plasma back into your skin, and it's supposed to make you look young and fresh and get rid of scar tissue. So this is this is what happens when you're super rich and have nothing to do all day, right? <laughs> you would do this to yourself, I guess. But apparently, she posted a picture of herself, which is on the uh, on the article, right after the procedure. And yeah, she's got blood all over her face, and that went to her Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> was was the doctor that she went to see Theodoric of York, <laughs> medieval barber? <laughs> Pulling out the leeches. Uh. Yep, another bleeding. Oh bleeding is the answer to everything. So is this the new cupping? Uh-huh. I remember cupping was a thing last year. It Ugh. was. It, that was during the Olympics, yeah. No, this is a, this is another way to try to look youthful and beautiful. And yeah, people like her do very strange things. I know, but she's so beautiful already. Like, is she looking in the mirror going, oh, God, I need to do this vampire facial thing. I'm so yes. hideous. Yes, because that's all she has going for her. That's it. That and her ass. But, you know, and you I know, know I, this does bring up a bigger thing that bothers me. Like, because one, now that she did this and put it on Instagram, not only is this fad going to increase, but this doctor alone, his business mm-hmm. is going to go up. And that annoys the fuck out of me. I read an <laughs> article that if one of these Kardashians or one of the Gen- Jenner girls, like Kylie Jenner, just briefly say something on their Twitter or Instagram like, oh man, I love Wrigley Spearmint Gum. It, it really freshens my breath and I had bad breath today or something like that. Bang! 50% in sales on the gum. Hmm. And uh and then now these companies are paying them to do that type of shit. Right. And and I it brought and I know this is completely off topic, but have you guys ever been influenced by a celebrity using a product? Hmm. hmm. Probably. Ooh, yes. I started drinking Johnny Walker Black because uh, Hitchens said that he liked it. I'm like, well, I'm going to try it. And turns out I liked it, and I still drink it to this day. Well, we've ex- mm. experimented in a, in a world of scotches since then, but that's true. Staple. Yeah. But see, I don't know if that's different or not, because that was something he did regardless, right? That is true. He, like, someone he, probably just said, what do you drink? He's like, Johnny Walker Black. And then he, they, it's he actually, a bottle with him. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a good, it's a well-known fact, actually, because he regularly would say, would not say what he drank because they didn't pay him to. Mm. <laughs> 
but at one point it yeah he was pictured with it and then he was asked uh two things if you were to go to the the saudi embassy what would you take as a gift and what was what would be the one thing that you never leave home without and he said well it's the same answer for both johnny black (laughs) (laughs) so uh but in any case that's the that as that came to mind right away, but that's the only thing I can think of that I've ever, you know, consumed or purchased because of a celebrity. I mean, Hitchens counts as a celebrity, right? Yeah, yeah, he does. I, 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 just, I think the only time I was ever moved to maybe buy something, and I never even bought it, was uh, the Fleshlight used to endorse Kevin Smith's podcast, <laughs> and he used to do a hell of an ad for it. Like, he to the point where he's like, every 12-year-old boy should get this as a gift. <laughs> when he turns 12. <laughs> and I was like, God, if Kevin's saying it's so great, maybe I should grab one. <laughs> and then I did. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I'm sure that there's something that I have purchased, but I can't think of anything. Hmm. Hmm. Jeff brings up the fact that uh, Hitchens used to refer to it as Mr. Walker's Amber Restorative. <laughs> I did always enjoy that. Mm. So anyway, back to microneedling. Uh, so Kim Kardashian, she's she now. So you said about you know people skyrocketing the the sales skyrocketing on this. Maybe, but she did say afterwards that she regretted doing it and that oh. it was uh, too too painful, quite painful. Well, so she basically got her face tattooed without getting a tattoo. Yeah, with no ink. Yeah, right. So they take. Uh, a micro pen which has 12 needles in it and the needles move up and down while the device is moved in an improvised pattern which means the doctor like moves it wherever the hell he wants so that's the idea is it's basically a large penned tattoo that just gets applied to all all over your face uh with your own plasma being injected instead of any sort of ink right i mean there, why there's... the plasma the plasma supposed to be do the Restorative stuff on your face? Yeah. Well, it it's not plasma. It's plate platelet rich plasma. They centrifuge your blood, and it, so it's actually plasma with you know red blood cells in it. So what that means, I don't know. But you should is- pick this up. Is Saratech? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a joke just for the four of us. <laughs> yeah. There is a procedure called uh, microdermabrasion, which for people who have acne scars and things, it is a basically you slough off the top layer of your skin in order to get a, a, get rid of some scarring. So that is a thing. I think they're trying to equate – it's typical quackery. Take something that is known to work, modify it a little bit, and make it sound close enough that you think it might work, and then charge $10,000. Mm. So it, quack, yeah. But the cost of it could be as much as uh, $1,000 for a treatment for somebody to tattoo you with nothing. mm <laughs> um, I'm sure someone in my in my real life will come to me one day and swear by it. I'm sure because I already had someone swear to me about cupping last year. <laughs> swear, greatest thing ever. Huh. So since this falls in the same purview, I thought it would be interesting to to mention it just in case it comes up again and we want to rank, well, you know, all the stupid ones or something. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the non science based stupidity that the Kardashians are helping to you know bury our country with. <laughs> I feel like whoever does this really just came to them and said, I will give you $250,000 if you say that you like this procedure. Mm. And they said, yeah, sure, I'll do that for money. Yeah, that was my initial thought that she didn't actually get it done and that it was just a makeup job. Entirely they, possible. Oh, well, except that, except but, that she she, but for her to come painful. out and say that, no, I didn't like it, then. Probably not. Yeah. 
I didn't consider that, but yeah. All right. So if we're done with that, mm-hmm. I figure we would move the, the Trump talk mostly up to the front of the show this week because holy crap, it's it's been nonstop with uh, <laughs> things coming out from the Mueller investigation. But the first thing, the first article that I have, I just wanted to mention this. The Washington Washington Post has been known for quite a while as having Pinocchio ratings. If they find that somebody has, you know, twisted the truth a little bit, they'll give you, you know, one Pinocchio. And I believe their highest rating was four or five. I don't remember. If somebody like that. Yeah. reads the Washington Post, you probably know what the highest rating is. I know I've seen fours related to a lot of the stuff going on recently, but they had to come out with a new rating. They now have a bottomless Pinocchio. <laughs> and this is in response to Donald Trump because... What the rating is for is when somebody makes a false claim repeatedly mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Like the, they, they cite Trump's repeated uh, claims about putting up the wall and the status of the wall and how much has been done. 86 times in seven months, they give that a bottomless Pinocchio <laughs> because who knows when that light will stop. Yeah, it is just repeat. I mean, he was doing it again today, too, with Chuck and Nancy. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi and, and Chuck, Chuck Schumer, Schumer is yeah. in, the, in the White House today. Did you guys happen to watch the five minutes of video oh my God. for that? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. He dragged the two of them into the White House today, parked mm. them in front of a whole bunch of reporters with Elf on a Shelf pence next, next to him, yeah. and I tried to debate. Shutting down the government versus funding six billion dollars in funding for the wall—it was surreal. So it was wacky. And so they didn't really... know. What, did they not know what was going on? Or oh, they did. They were. He he did. He didn't make any headway. He was like, no. if the government shuts down, that's all on me. They're like, it sure is, <laughs> you jacks. <laughs> and he was like, oh wait, I mean, ah, nuts. <laughs> but the best part of it was both Schumer and Pelosi kept saying. Look, why don't we why don't we let the press go so that we can debate this in private? Like we don't need to debate this in front of the press. Like they both said it multiple times and he just kept going at it. I don't I think Nancy said it a couple of times. Chuck Pelosi was just grinning Chuck from ear to go. What? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Chuck Schumer was just grinning from ear to ear going, watch me, I'm gonna get him again and would throw out a zinger and Trump would fall for it and it was poetic it was amazing oh i wish you had shown me this video before we started the show <laughs> it, it's pretty amazing and one thing that karen pointed out while we were talking about it before we started recording is pence was sitting just to his right like you just mentioned but the more the argument you know came came to be he just kept leaning further and further away from trump like the body language was just amazing he was it's, just, like an, it's an analogy for what he's actually doing in his career yeah yeah, yeah. It, it is perfect. He didn't. He didn't open his mouth. He had his eyes closed for part of it. He was just in the far side of his chair, leaning away from Trump the entire time. It was amazing. It, it's like it, what his chief of staff did. Yeah, yeah. The guy is asked to be chief of staff for the president. He's like, not only do I not want to be a chief of staff, but I'm quitting my job here and I'm moving back home. I'll be gone by the end of the month. Yeah. Oh my god. It is worth watching. I mean, it's only about five minutes long, and it, it's. It's it's impressive. <laughs> now it does it brings up the 
like listening to Pelosi, she kept saying the same thing over and over and over again, and it got well, kind of got tiresome. But at the same time, Trump is just repeating himself over and over again and not listening to what Pelosi is saying in any way. He never let her finish. He never let her finish what she was saying, so she'd start over and try again. I don't know just if to you get noticed, the, the but point she, through. she is a woman, so you just you, you don't really <laughs> oh, you don't have to let her finish. I mean. <laughs> Well, at one point he he t- said, "I know you have trouble speaking. I, I know you have trouble talking to Pelosi." And she and she snapped back. She's like, "Please don't qualify how I can say things. I'm the leader, you know, the minority leader. I'm going to soon to be the speaker of the house. So shut your face." <laughs> Wait, I didn't it follow was, anything that you just said. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Woman, you, speak <laughs> proper, woman. <laughs> All right, I'll try again. So Trump basically said that, you know, he said to her, I know you have trouble speaking up, something along those lines. Oh, he said that to her? Yeah. And she snapped back (laughs) against him and said, please don't characterize how I say things and said some more words that I don't remember offhand. But yeah, she fought back. The two of them fought back. I'm like, yes, Democrats fighting back. (laughs) Woohoo! She's like, I'm going to see those fucking tax returns in a month. Count them. Three weeks. They're mine. (laughs) I like the one picture that the AP put up with the article where Pelosi is holding her hand out, and it just looks like she's saying, would you look at this idiot? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was a complete shit show, and Trump was all for having the the press there, and in my mind, he just looked like a moron. And he kept citing the same things, the same lies that he's been called out on several times. He, he The status of the wall, he said he talked about how terrorists are being stopped at the southern border, which has been, there's no evidence whatsoever. He even said at one point that there's no evidence that to support, but he was like, yeah, there's no evidence to support what I'm saying, but there's no right. evidence to say that it's not true. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and this pen protects me from tigers. <laughs> <laughs> has so far for all these years, yeah. He said that, you know, we've stopped 10 terrorists in the latest period of time. Right. Latest period of time? What does that mean? <laughs> All of time. Yeah. <laughs> the latest 30 years? Okay, sure, I'll buy that. And by the way, the uh, I forget which one it is, Department of Homeland Security, I think. I may be wrong about that. Mm. But one of, the, one of the organizations put out, here's 400 terrorist attempts that we have stopped since 9-11. None of them came over the southern border. Right. Absolutely none of them. Because why would they? Right. <laughs> That's such a dumb way to get here. <laughs> it is. If you're a terrorist, you're going to go, okay, how do I get into that country? Let's go into the country next door where I could probably be killed by a <laughs> random drug dealer. No, you'd come through Canada, if anything. I mean, you they're just nice. fly in on a tourist visa. It's yeah. crazy. No, you'd rather hoof <laughs> it through the hills, trek through the Rio Grande. <laughs> yeah. What all the and all this was what I, I understood what he was trying to do. He was trying to get the two of them in front of the cameras and say, "If you don't give me my wall, I'm going to shut down the government." And they're like, "We would like to give you border security, but don't blackmail us. That's ridiculous. Let's work together." And he's like, "Nope, shutting it down." And they're like, "Well, you own it then." He's like, "Yep, I own it." Oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> that was the extent of the conversation. <laughs> so bizarre. Master negotiator. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like he's like, there's just so much video of me <laughs> saying so much stupid stuff. Maybe I could get them so that I have some video to fall back on for <laughs> once. And he was like, nuts. Because I'm sure he went in there thinking, ha, 
I, I used to host The Apprentice. I can handle these clowns. Yep. Look at me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I handled meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, as it turns out, he didn't really handle any of them. They were told no. to be subservient to him in order to do well on the show. Right. And these two are feeling a little bit of power at the moment, and they're going to have real power in a couple of weeks, and they're not putting up with this nonsense anymore. Well, not even the power part. I mean, like Nancy Pelosi or like Chuck Schumer or not, they are politicians, skilled right. politicians who've been at it a long time. Trump is a huckster real <laughs> estate guy from New York. <laughs> in a shitload of trouble. Dude, the best analogy I heard for the Trump administration was that they were a band playing small gigs around the town and then one day woke up and was playing in a stadium <laughs> and didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. I want to know who the next secretary or um, chief of staff is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Steve oh. Ducey. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the first source that says said that. No. <laughs> that's, that's right. Someone's like, if you think Steve Ducey might not be the chief of staff, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> well, especially since the ambassador to the UN, I can't remember her name. Nuerter, something I don't remember, but she's a she's a fox. She was on Fox and Friends in the morning. Yeah, she, and that's her credentials. Larry Kudlow <laughs> is. Was from Fox Business, right? Sounds right. Yep. No, he's got nothing. He has no source. He has no place to source from anymore. Oh, Nobody the, applies for the jobs. The best part about this was is all the other people who were like, "I have no intention of taking that job. No way." Like they asked Mick Mulvaney, mm -hmm. he's like, "Nope, I'm happy where I am." Mnuchin's like, "Nope, I'm right where the money is. I don't need that job." <laughs> there, where was I? I was forget where they were talking about it, but they said if you become his chief of staff, the next thing you have to do is go get a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, immediate. Like, they're not even joking. They're like, you have to go get a lawyer. Personal. Like, own money. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. And pay that lawyer. <laughs> right. And they are, they are with uh, federal ink. They, they have to follow federal um, salary caps. So they get like 170 something grand a year, which is a decent amount of money. But not if you have to pay a lawyer. It's not. Yeah. The lawyer will take all of it. Uh, crazy. Yeah. So Flynn, Manafort, Cohen were the three newsy things this week. Do we want to cover any of that? Well, definitely some Trump. of it. Um, so her name is Heather Noert, by the way. And That's I think, uh, as Jeff pointed out, uh, she is not going to be in place yet. It's still Nikki Haley until the end of the year. I don't know if they had set a specific date. But uh, as far as I know, Nikki Haley is still in place. But uh, Heather Noert, Noert. I don't know how you pronounce that. There's too many vowels in one place. But um, <laughs> she will be taking over. So, yeah. Uh, so Flynn... Mueller recommended that Flynn be not given any jail time because he has been forthcoming. Quite the opposite for Cohen. Mm. <laughs> what was it? Cohen? Oh, now I'm going to get them confused. Cohen, Cohen pled guilty. Cohen did plead guilty. Oh, I'm he trying to remember. But there's the, the difference between Manafort and Cohen. So and Cohen, what they did. Um, yeah, he's, he cooperated with the district in New York for all of the things related to himself personally, but he would not help Mueller. But he met with him like seven or eight times, right? He did meet with them a few times, but did not significantly assist them. Who? Cohen? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ah, I thought that was Manafort. I thought Manafort not only didn't help them, oh. but lied about everything. He went further. Yeah, he didn't He didn't help them at all. He well, gave them false information and reported back to the president. So. Well, I thought Cohen's attorneys also reported to the president. Is that not correct? That also might be true, yeah. Because at one point, uh, this is what this is what got me confused. At one point, Trump filled out the questions, right? 
the questions that came from Mueller and sent them back to the FBI. And Giuliani, I think, came out and said, yeah, President Trump is, he said the exact same thing that Cohen said. So, you know, it's all clear and there's nothing here. It's all just a smoke show from Mueller and there's nothing going on. And then the next day, Trump came out and said, yeah, that Cohen guy, he lies. He lied about everything. He could, he should go to jail forever. <laughs> and when his attorney had just said that he said the same thing that Cohen said. So if Cohen's a liar and you said the same thing, then, oh, then you're, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> the president is cleared, he announced on Twitter. Mm. So Cohen is going to be uh, going in front of the court again tomorrow. That sounds right. If I, if I, to, I, be, to be sentenced. Right, for actual sentencing. And Mueller put out a full report on Cohen. And there's an article on Vice written by Greg Walters that pulls out two sentences. And it says that these two things are very... More important than the rest of it. Um, and they're the third and fourth things uh, that, that Mueller's report cites. But the first of the two is that Cohen provided relevant and useful information concerning his contacts with persons connected with the White House during the 2017 and 2018 time period. So pre-inauguration. Okay. No, 2017-2018. Post-inauguration. Post post. Yeah. He was hmm. during the time that Trump was president— Cohen provided information about the contacts that he had in the White House, and he described the circumstances of preparing and circulating his response to the congressional inquiries while continuing to accept responsibility for the false statements contained within it. So that's about Trump, uh, Trump Tower of Moscow. And about him lying about it. The fact right. that he lied about when, when all the contacts took place, how he was involved. So it says... I was in contact with the White House during his presidency. I continued to be in contact with the White House about this, and I lied to Congress while doing so. Hmm. So it means that the White House knew that he was lying while doing so, <laughs> while he was in contact with... So, I mean, it really implicates somebody, whoever the contact is, in the White House. Now, there are a couple individuals listed in the report. Individual one, we mm. can easily surmise, is Donald Trump. Well, it, it says in the report that individual one who later became, or who became president of the United States. Right. So that, yeah, that's him. I don't understand why it's referred to as individual one when it's that <laughs> Yeah, you clear. can say his name at that point. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> one day Trump's going to tweet out, individual one could be Barack Obama. He became president. <laughs> sure. So the article basically states that it's, it's clear that people in the White House knew about and facilitated false statements made to Congress. Yeah. So, I mean... Shocker. It, yeah. <laughs> well, right. If you've been paying attention, it's, it's not a shocker in any way. But the report says, we know this to be true. 100%. They have sure. all the facts to back it up. But, the, and that's all well and fine, but then what? That's where we're. That's where the point where I think I'm at is like I got it. They're all fucking shady. They've all done bad things. But can we actually do something and make it stick? Right. Is the Senate willing to? Is, no. For one, we is know the that. Senate, no. Yeah. They're not. All right. So, can he be charged while in office, other than by the House and the Senate in an impeachment hearing? Yes. No, he can't be impeached by anything other than the House and the Senate, but criminal charges can be brought against him. And in order to avoid the criminal charges, he will need to resign the office of the president, 
let Mike Pence assume the presidency, hope that Mike Pence pardons him of those charges, and then Mike Pence will resign the presidency. But there is an argument that he cannot be charged while there's an argument. They're wrong. That's what I keep. That's what I keep hearing is that they're saying that Trump could be the first president to ever get arrested as soon as he gets out of office. Mm. I mean, and it is just a tradition that he cannot be arrested while in office. There's no law that says he can't be. Correct. It's, it's just policy. Is it egregious enough that the branch of the government that he is in charge of would arrest him, I, charge him? I would make the argument that if enough fact, and it looks like there are enough facts, but if enough facts are in the report when it finally comes out, that the Senate would have to do something. That even the Republicans who are in the Senate now would have to do something. <laughs> Oh, poor, sweet, innocent Ray. (laughs) (laughs) I think there are some initial signs that the Senate is turning on him because he can't carry them to successful re-election. He lost how many? What are they up to? Forty seats now in the House. Forty-one. Yeah, but they'll they'll just wait and like they'll just hold on as long as possible and wait and see. I mean, they're going to be like polls. What are polls? They don't mean shit. You know, they'll never know till he loses and then be like, okay, then we can distance ourselves from, yeah, he was an asshole, that guy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the the next election isn't until 2020, so that's their decision point. Do they have to do anything before then? They have to, yes, but will they? Well, I'm sure most of them are like, okay, we're not going to win. How can we rig this so we win? Right. If we take him down, let's do the math and figure out um, what happens. Do we look stronger? Do we look... Well, how do we take him down and blame the Democrats for what he did? (laughs) Well, how do we take him down and blame him and a few select people and not get mud on ourselves? It's tough, man. I mean, a lot of them have bent down and kissed that ring. They have. I mean, even Rand Paul now with all this shit going on this week is like, because I guess the whole thing with with Cohen is that he broke uh, campaign finance laws. Correct. And uh, Rand Paul's like, that happens all the time. It's not a big deal. Well, he's like, what are you going to go after everybody? He's like, we're going to be like a banana republic if you start getting rid of every president. Well, he brought up the thing about Obama. So Obama, they were receiving so many individual checks from people that they were having trouble getting them all into the system in time. So they were fined a bunch of money. I don't remember how much it was. So that is the kind of thing that most people get in trouble for. They Clerical um, errors. Clerical errors. They miss deadlines. They right. you know, yeah. move a decimal We're, we're point, talking stuff felony like level right. campaign finance. It's a little different. Yeah. I mean, this was willful and specific and not only – it's not – actually, somebody I saw a write-up for somebody. It wasn't the part about they paid a porn star. That was That's bad. But the way that they paid Cohen back was worse, they said, because he ended up for a $130,000 fine. He netted like $400,000 and it was hidden. It was specifically designed to get around tax law. It was specifically designed – to you know, keep him quiet. So out of that one hundred thirty thousand dollars, he made a boat boatload of money, all in these weird nefarious ways that were all completely illegal. So right. and they also involved another company that uh, yep. the one that owns the Inquirer. Yeah, with that with the McDo. I mean, it's really crazy shit. Yeah, I mean, and the they're campaign- saying Cohen is Cohen is going to be going away for a long time. Like five years, it's still white collar criminal, so he's not going to do you know the same amount of time that a black kid smoking pot would get, but still. Well, of course not. What do you no. do? You know where you live? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what are you high? I know. <laughs> he's totally white and he's got money. <laughs> yeah. So five years, but five years when you're 
you know, his age, it's a big chunk of time out of the rest of your life. Well, but it should yeah, be. Yeah, he probably can't practice law, but he'll be able to write a book. Yep. What I did for Trump. <laughs> and that'll be a doozy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And tons of people will buy it. So Manafort's just still holding on to that part, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think so. But you got to think that there's state charges. He had to have broken so many state laws, and there's nothing Trump can do about that. I don't know. So I, he's about as intelligent thing? as Trump. <laughs> hmm? What was that, Jared? I said he's about as intelligent as Trump. <laughs> he's like a mini Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the yeah. next thing going on with Manafort? Do we know? Um, when Sentencing? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he, he, no, he still has to go to court, doesn't he? He didn't plead guilty, right? I don't. I, I'm I have to be honest with you. This whole week, I mean, and this is how numb I am to everything. Like they're throwing out all this information. I'm like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, and it's just not registering with me. And like people are like, you don't realize how bad this is. Like, and then they explain it, and I go, oh, I'm just so numb. I'm just like, yeah, crime one, crime two, crime fifty five. Yeah. Got it. Uh, and now what? And they're like, no, this is really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. It's been like, really bad for a very like, long but, time. Well, listen, from the get, it's been bad, but they're like, they got the goods now. Yeah. And it's pretty bad for Trump. And I'm like, oh, really? Because I'm just so used to hearing shit and nothing happening. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. Someone will write a book one day and <laughs> explain it all to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I mean, we've been it, we've been covering it every week for the past two years. We've been saying he, he did this, he did this, he did that, he did this. And none of it has actually started to gel and now it's starting to gel and it's just holding our breath at this point waiting for it to be done yeah and jeff said this in discord he's been spectacular at building the case he's doing everything right and i i have to believe that that's true because just because of his history um Mm. again he's a republican but he's a lifelong old school republican so i don't think that he's like you know pulling punches and stuff i think he's doing his job. I think he's putting everything together, making sure there are no, you know, no loopholes gaps where people <laughs> can can get out of it. Um, yeah, he didn't rise up when the Tea Party came around. Right. Yeah. The guy investigated, wasn't he head of the FBI when 9-11 was going on and headed that whole thing up? Yeah, he was. And you never heard, you never heard his name at all. Nope. No idea who he was. And yeah. some of the people who are working for him in his group took down, like, the Gotti family. Like, mm-hmm. These aren't people who do things quick and whimsically. So it's funny. We were talking last week about, um, you know, adulting and how who's the arbiter of fun. I can pretty much guarantee that Mueller doesn't have fun. (laughs) (laughs) He's a completely adult person. See, and that's the thing. I don't maybe just because people just don't fully are paying attention where it was like, God, I wish he would just get it over with and be done with it. And, you know, Saturday Night Live does a whole sketch about them singing about Mueller. Come on, mm-hmm. hurry up. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. take your fucking time, dude. <laughs> Let's make sure this is done properly. But now sure. let me ask you this. We know Trump will never get impeached in the Senate. But not it's not looking positive at the moment. No. Well, let's go into the assumption that is not going to happen okay. for this scenario. Is it still worthwhile to do it in the House and bring everybody out and bring Mueller out to testify and bring all these things out and have a judge presiding over it just to kick it up to them so they can kick it back down, but just to have the American public see everything? I don't know um, what the procedure is. I mean, does the House do investigation and the Senate has the trial? Is no, that- there's a trial in the, from what I understand, in the House, the House as well. Maybe. Yeah. 
it, the, the downside to it is, is that it would be all they did for six months. But that might not be worth it? Yeah, but it wouldn't gain us anything except the information would be widely known, which is important. But it wouldn't get him out of office because the Senate would drop it like a hot rock. No, I'm not. I, I know it's not going to get him out of office. That's why I said we know that that's not going to happen. Ray, Ian, where do you land on this? Tremendous waste of time, or no? I think that exposing the truth is worth it. My man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think that there's any. I mean, what's the option that the report yeah. comes out and the the House just goes, well, you know, what are we going to do? No, it's bad <laughs> politics. If we if we impeach them, yeah, no, I mean, it's if, not. If, it's if they, when when there's a crime that has been committed. It's not bad politics to point out that crime. Exactly. I mean, if they can take them, if they can get a hold of the Mueller report and use it as the basis for a quick investigation and confirmation and um, recommendation to the Senate, yes. You well, know. do they have to do an investigation, or can they look at the report and go, based on this evidence, we're bringing a trial? I don't know. Um, my understanding is it's totally up to the House. I would suggest that they would probably want to do their own verification of the Mueller report, just so it doesn't look like those angry 12 Democrats did it. Mm. I imagine they would bring Mueller and, and other representatives into question and then move mm. forward. That would be what I would think would happen. Not a investigation, just a questioning to make sure that all the facts are straight and on the table. And I'm sure that there's an argument. I'm not making so this argument. So that Trey Gowdy can stand up and say, hurry the hell up! <laughs> <laughs> but th there is an argument to be made about let's not tear apart our democracy anymore by continuing it. I disagree with that, but I can hear people saying that. Let's not, you know, engage in this further that's tearing a, apart. No, that's, that's a dumb argument. Yeah, that's, I was going to say, that sounds like secular wise men. <laughs> that's, a, that's a complete bullshit argument, because if you're worried about tearing apart the, the, the democracy, that's what Trump and his administration are doing. True. So it, it's... It's like saying, well, give in to the bully. That way, you know, we mm. don't get hurt anymore. It's right. <laughs> Just give him your lunch money. Maybe he'll go away. Trust in the in the public to get rid of him in two more years. Oh, just just make that just make the gauntlet for Thanos. He'll leave your planet alone. <laughs> that bully will graduate in two years and we'll never see him again. <laughs> mm. All very good arguments, but I, I, you know, some people are going to bring it up, though. So Jeff had a, had a question. Uh, do you think that if the trial and all of it, all of this brought uh, widespread to the U.S. public, does it hurt the Republican Party at all in the eyes of the public, or could this be the thing that uh, that breaks the polarization in the country? There's a core of um, diehard Republicans that you're never going to change their mind, so you can just write them off. Right, and maybe it's only 25 percent of the populace. But it's not an insignificant number. By my estimate and by the estimate of polls, I think it's closer to 34%. <laughs> no, I, I think it, the hardcores are probably only – I think it's lower than that. I think there are still some people that are unwilling to admit they made a mistake but know they made a mistake. They're not well, going to say it out loud quite yet. But I'll tell you this. If we go under the assumption that Trump has not gained any new uh, fans yeah, since he's been in office, all we need to do is swing 70,000 people. Because that is what decided the election for him. True. So. I think I periodically shame a coworker of mine who admitted that he voted for Trump and then regretted it 60 days later. And every once in a while, I shake my finger at him and say, it's your fault. I hear you. I shame my mom every time we come home for a visit. You didn't vote. Yeah. I said, how's that protest vote feel now, mom? And she's like, I'm so sorry. I was like, ha ha, it's all your fault. <laughs> nice. 
All right, we spent a ton of time on here, so I'm going to hit some of the... Uh, there's actually a story of Trump at the end, so if you have something else, we'll get to it. <laughs> this is the part of the show where Ray just reads a bunch of headlines and no one comments. Possibly. <laughs> We're all raged out. So, uh, over in Illinois, this, uh, there's a state senator who is very angry about the snaketivity. Uh, if you remember, there's uh, the symbol that the... Uh, satanic temple put up in chicago that is basically a woman's hand holding an apple and it's got a, i think a snake wrapped around it or something like that and it says uh something to the effect of knowledge is the greatest gift this outraged uh the senator because not because of what it is but because it's the satanic temple that put it up and he says that uh, should not have been dis- approved uh, it does not celebrate or recognize a religious holiday it uh, it just seeks to provoke and antagonize members of the christian and jewish faith so pretty much admitting that if it's not jewish or christian i don't want it in the state house <laughs> meanwhile there is also a plaque that the freedom from religion foundation has put up in the same capital that says there are no gods. <laughs> it, it does. It's not flashy. It doesn't get your attention. But it's it, it's way more in your face as far as the saying goes. But he he hasn't noticed it yet. I guess <laughs> he's not angry about uh, that. Well, if it offends him, he should just look away. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Uh, also in Chicago, there is uh, in the Daily Plaza, which is D-A-L-E-Y. I think it's named after somebody. Uh, the, the Daily Plaza, there's uh, a new, not new, I guess it's been there for a couple years, but a giant scarlet A in lights that are being put up by the uh, Freedom From Religion Foundation. It's an eight and a half foot tall scarlet A. Nice. That is a... And it has a plaque next to it saying that it's a celebration of the winter solstice, the true reason for the season. (laughs) So I think that's good. I'd like to see that. I don't know if it's worth going to Chicago, but I'd still like to In the wintertime. Could we go in the summertime when it's not quite so damn cold? Not quite, yeah. (laughs) I'll settle for a picture. There you go. Uh, we complained over in Florida. We complained when Ron DeSantis uh, claimed victory of the governorship. He is already assembling a 41-person team to develop a plan aimed at implementing his educational goals. Uh-oh. Uh, a couple people who are in this group. One is Keith Flaw. Flo? I don't know. There's a GH at the end. But in any case... Plug. um <laughs> He uh, he has submitted dozens of of objections to science textbooks, and he says that man-made global warming is presented as fact when it's still much a theory, and that books that treat evolution as a proven science are discriminating and bullying children and families against their religious beliefs. <sighs> Poor so many things, but we'll keep it <laughs> keep it short. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sorry that you don't understand what the word theory right. means. Mm. We'll work on that later. <laughs> and man-made global warming, absolute fact. There is no dispute. I love how he can just make these claims and not back up anything he said. Yeah, right. Yeah, he goes, yeah, that's just not true. And uh, I have nothing to prove what I just said. <laughs> Books that so treat suck evolution on that, as liberals. a science. Oh, yeah. 
So the, another person who has backed uh, what uh, the first person has said and has voted on, and because she served on the Collier County School Board, she voted in favor of removing the materials that he is uh, citing. Um, she is on the panel as well, Erica Donalds. So this is his committee on education, is to completely disrupt the Florida education system, remove evolution, and remove any reference to climate change. I'm pretty sure that's clearly their goals. So that's why we hate DeSantis. Among many reasons. Yeah. While in state news, I've got an article from Rewire, which is about Missouri, Michigan, and Ohio, who have all submitted that they are planning to do abortion bans in 2019. One in Missouri is a fetal heartbeat. In Michigan, they've already put forward, and it's uh, passed the House and nearly passing the Senate. Uh, so it looks like it will be passing their state Senate. And the one in Ohio that I think we talked about previously, again, this is one that if Kasich is anything like he has been in the past, should veto this. But it is, again, another heartbeat bill in Ohio. Mm. So, yeah, the Blitz is still at it. They're still trying to pass all the legislation that they can. Well, they're trying to get it in in front of the Supreme Court. so. So according to the laws of the land, abortion is legal. So we should pass a law that says abortion is illegal. How, mm. how is it even getting there? Yeah. Like, where where am I? Yeah. What's happening? Oh, go to the next one. <laughs> crap. <laughs> oh, I'm already broken, Ian. Don't even. <laughs> Jesus. Over in Utah. But not. I, I just want to, for a little while, because it, it apparently annoys Mormons to call them Mormons. I just want to keep throwing mm. a Mormon story in here so that I can say Mormon over and over again. <laughs> Why oh, does they- Mormon annoy them? They are the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints. They are not Mormons. They are distancing themselves from the term Mormon. Yep. Why? Because of the bad connotation with it or that play, the Book of Mormon? (laughs) I don't even know what the bad connotation is. I think originally people called them Mormons to, you know, denigrate them, but then they accepted it and moved on. And now they're saying, yeah, we don't like it again. To me, it just makes it makes them more vulnerable for making fun of them again. I I don't quite get it. Well, what, why Mormon? What is the root of the word? Any, well, I'll, I will investigate. Yeah. yeah. it's some, I feel like we covered that on the show, but yeah. Sounds familiar. you should look up one of our old episodes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, it's the book. Google Google the Angel Moroni. And the Book uh-uh. of Mormon. Yeah. Okay. So in any case, uh, one of them, Marty Stevens, gave voting advice before the election. And apparently he's getting in a little hot water because of it, because he basically said that I'm going to vote the way that the prophet wants me to vote on the, the marijuana bill. And I think everyone else should, uh, should do the same. So he said, basically he, he, he kind of said all Mormons should follow the prophet, uh, like sheep, because you should just listen to your church and do what they say. And the prophet is against marijuana. So, you know, Vote, vote with your heart. How do they know that? Uh, the the current living prophet. Ah, okay. Um, hmm. Whose name escapes me, but there is a, a um, yeah, I can't find it. But there is somebody that they have <laughs> who is uh, has been designated as the one of the prophets of the Church of Latter Day Saints, and they came out and said that they were against the the marijuana because Mormons shouldn't associate with such stuff. And this guy then on a radio station said, well, yeah, if you're a Mormon, you should definitely vote against it. And as it turns out, saying your religion commands you to vote a certain way (laughs) is illegal. Yes, but 
who's going to, you know, prosecute them? Well, I don't know, but he's getting in some hot water publicly. I don't know if they're going to, you know, fine him or, or do anything like legally. But um, in any case, he's uh, he's at least getting some pushback from from doing so. Sure. And uh, moving onward, we talked about uh, Catholicism and the outrageous sexual abuse scandals in the church. So I just, you know, I don't want to make it sound like we're just against the Catholics. The Baptists have problems, too. Uh, According to an article in the Star-Telegram, there were 412 allegations of sexual misconduct in 187 independent Baptist churches spanning 40 states in Canada. So it's not just in the Catholic Church. Uh, there, It seems to be widespread in, with the Baptists as well. And I'm sure any type of religious official who gets into power and thinks they can get away with anything uh, tries to get away with anything. Right. I mean, the difference with the Catholics is, there, is that they're internationally organized and can move priests around. Most other religions can't do that. Correct. They are individual churches and individual dioceses. Well, not dioceses, wrong word for non-Catholics, but it's harder for them. Yeah. They're less organized. So this is uh, independent fundamental Baptists. So these are, uh, a lot of them are independent churches. However, even in this case, there are instances where a pastor accused of something either by the local, the local other priests or, or local law enforcement were then well, not were moved, but moved to not to another area without being arrested and started being a pastor in another church because they had credentials and of being a pastor at a Baptist church. Right. So even though they weren't moved like they were in the Catholic, uh, you know, in the huge Catholic hierarchy, um, the same thing was going on. Pastors would move oh, yeah. from church to church, and as they got accused, would just leave, and no charges were filed. Right. Not surprising at all. It's just it, you know, the Catholics are just more organized about covering it up and documenting it weirdly, than yeah. not, to, not doing anything about it. Yeah. So in any case, there's a ton of information in this article. It is quite in depth, um, and if you wanted to take a look at it, it will be on the webpage, profaneargument.com. Um, moving on, there is, I wanted to mention this guy, a pastor who's regularly been associated with Trump. He is a regular contributor on Fox News. He says that Democrats are increasingly becoming a godless party. Hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I would like that to be true. It really is not. <laughs> I would I would seriously like it to be true. But in the, the party's platform, the phrase God-given potential appears three times. There's only one person who says that he's not religious, who's a Democrat in Congress, and even he doesn't use the term atheist. Mm-hmm. So saying that the Democrats are, are becoming a godless party is just, is just not true. Are there more atheist Democrats than there are atheist Republicans? I would buy that. Atheist Republicans? I would yeah. – <laughs> Right. I was going to say that the line where it says are increasingly becoming a godless party. So they've increased from zero to one. <laughs> That's way more than the Republicans. Yeah. Well, I could see like a libertarian caucusing as a Republican and being an atheist. Mm, that could happen. I'm sure it does. I'm sure there's a few out there. Possibly. I, I don't know of any, but yeah, it, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. As Jeff points out, uh, the Free Thought Caucus, all Democrats. Well, I think that for Republicans, it is harder to come out. For free thought, because 
the base does will, will um, eviscerate you. <laughs> and most of them don't think freely. <laughs> they don't right. think for themselves. Yeah. They just go by the, you know, evangelical. Doctrine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But in any case, the the article on the friendly atheist, I think he puts he puts it sums it up very well that the Democrats, if if they are the the godless party or the more godless party, they have a long way to go. Yeah. Back on Trump, I thought this was worth mentioning. It's in national my national news. The Trump administration has halted study that would tr- that it was trying to discover a cure for HIV using fetal tissue. Sure, that was the punchline. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's an important distinction because yeah, go ahead. They're not. I mean, you know, it's evil. It's evil. It's evil. But it, it, I don't think it's a. It's a question of HIV. It's a question of fetal tissue. No, I think it's a. I think it's both. Yeah. I think it's the fact that they they care more for what they think the fetal tissue, the stem cells. It has to. You know that they equate that to abortion and saving the life. Of an unborn baby, no matter how that baby was created, and by created I mean, but by the parents, no matter how where that baby is, that is, saving that baby's life is way more important than anyone who has AIDS. That's true. I think there's a fundamental problem with a lot of people that they think that well, if you have AIDS, you did something to deserve it. Still? Yeah, I think so. If you have AIDS, you're obviously a junkie or you're gay. You did something that God didn't like. People are fucked up. So I don't I don't think that even crosses their mind that they may be hurting people with HIV. I think it's it's just solely about the abortion. But, but I thought that the T cells that they're using for research were based on eight lines that were from decades ago at this point. They don't need new fetal tissue samples. Uh that is my understanding as well. However, you try to convince no. the people who are against abortion of this disinformation again finally the last thing that i have is from vice it's a list of democrats who are possibly just totally thinking about maybe running for president oh my god can you all of them can you please be under 65 that's that's my limit (laughs) no i don't agree with that that's ageist (laughs) yeah i do agree with that and i support it but you're right it is ageist Like that, because that's the reason that I'm opposed to Nancy Pelosi being the Speaker of the House again. I was like, yes, the face of the new Democratic Party, an 80 year old Californian woman, (laughs) totally going to kill it. (laughs) Oh, Christmas. They're like, nope, she can count votes real good. I was like, all right, good. Pick her again. (laughs) She's awesome. She is a dynamite uh, fun getter. She gets money for the party. And that makes her great. That's good. It gets people reelected. It helps to get people reelected. Unfortunately, money is important in elections. Very true. So who's running for president now? So the list starts out really strong names. You certainly know Joe Biden, Mm. Bernie Sanders. Yes. Mm. Joe Biden. Mm. Yes. Mm. So old. Yeah. How old is Biden? So what? He's a year younger than Bernie Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) Also very old. He looks younger. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. Younger. Uh, Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> Kamala Harris? Yes, please. <laughs> I don't know her as well, but I have oh, my inclination Kamala is yes. Harris is, is a is a smart cookie. Yeah, she's smart and she's I'm I'm pretty sure like ninety four, ninety five percent I agree with her, so mm. on topic. Uh Beto O'Rourke. Mm. Nope. No. Nope. He's a bum. Nope. <laughs> Too young? Are we being ageist the other way? 
No, I, my experience. problem with Beto is watching him debate Ted Cruz. He couldn't handle yeah. it. Beto is 46? Oh, he should not be. There's no way. <laughs> well, how old, wasn't Obama like 47 or something? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm 46, like and that, that just makes makes it wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Hillary Clinton's on the list. No, Get no. the fuck out of here. Possibly one of the worst. <laughs> don't you dare. Yeah. Uh, Sherrod Brown, Senator Sherrod mm, nope. Brown. I do not know Sherrod Brown at all. He's from Ohio. Why don't you know him? <laughs> Sorry. There's a Democratic senator in Ohio? Yeah. No way. Apparently. <laughs> I, what? Uh, that's what it says, Democratic senator. The same Ohio that borders the state? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wow. very same. Kansas has a Democrat governor now, Ian. <laughs> Who does? Kansas. Or Kentucky. One of them K-states. <laughs> okay, I was like... Kansas, isn't that the state that got like, ground into dust by Brownback? Or was that Arkansas? Yeah, I don't know. Now you got me confused. Now Southern. I'm thinking it is Kansas and not Kentucky. Which is the one that went to the shitter? Uh, it was oh, Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, because of their uh, economic policies. Yeah, yeah. It's Kansas. Kansas has got a Democrat governor huh. now. Good for them. Well, after wow. what the Republicans did to them economically, I don't blame them. I'm glad they saw the light, though, yeah. All right, I'm going to move on through the list. John Kerry? Mm. Yeah, not as much. Uh, Maybe. Bloomberg? Yeah, he's got some cachet now, yeah. but... Yeah. Michael Bloomberg? No. No. Where, no. I went, no, he's no got more the business money. people. Jeff is on top with their ages, by the way. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Kerry is 75. I didn't think he was that old. Ooh. Wait, that's the Kerry who used to run for president, who owns yes. all the ketchup in the world, Kerry? Yes. I yes. don't know about well, the ketchup. Oh. Yes. He's uh, he is married to uh, Heinz. The, ke- the Heinz Ketchup okay. Harris. Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand? Maybe. Mm, probably not. Over Warren, no. Uh, I would agree with that, but... Not that it's a difference between men and women, but... Uh, Eric Holder is on their list? No fucking way. <laughs> Get out of here. Tom Steyer. I mm. kind of like this one. Uh, uh, totally unqualified. Come on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it when a real billionaire will run against Trump. <laughs> And Steyer is a young, he's a young and at 61. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Julian hmm. Castro? I don't even know who that is. Uh, congressman from Texas. Yeah. Sounds familiar. He was, uh, he was uh, Obama's housing and urban development secretary. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Oh, he's a little kid. Yeah. Oh, he's young. 44. Whoa, no way. Not <laughs> like Ray. I'm going to be 44 in March. That ain't right. <laughs> uh, Mayor of San Antonio currently. Okay. Uh, Cory Booker. Yeah. Maybe. I hear his name too often. He's too angry. <laughs> I'm warming up to Cory Booker again. I like most of his decisions. Not 100%. I prefer, I don't know if you have, is Andrew Gillum on that list? I don't know yet. I don't, yeah. I don't have the full. Uh, Amy Klobacher, or Klobacher? I don't know how you pronounce her name. She no. is a uh, Minnesota. Um, I don't know much about her at all. Are these the names that people are throwing around? Or are these people who have said that they're thinking these about it? These are about it. people who when asked have said things like, well, we'll see what happens, or I haven't taken anything off the table. Things like that. Uh, Bob Casey? Should be familiar mm-hmm. with Bob Casey. No, not our senator. Yeah. Yeah. He's the worst. <laughs> we have already expressed our disdain for Bob Casey. God, he's a bum. I'll, I'll, I'll come back around for Warren. I was good How about for this? That. Oscar De La Hoya. Yes, what? the boxer. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. No. Definitely not. <laughs> Didn't he get caught with some compromising photos? I don't know. Not that I know. So, of, but... One time where they, they caught him dressing up in women's clothes or something. 
<laughs> and, and he's too young. Uh, fact checker confirmed it with <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, Tulsi Gabbard, who is apparently a representative from Hawaii. Mm. Were you joking about Oscar De La Hoya? No. Isn't he a coke fiend? He said, if Arnold can be governor, if Trump can be oh, president, then why can't a Mexican-American who won a gold medal, who's over 35 and a U.S. citizen, run for president? That's a picture. Thanks, Jeff. That's I don't think you like the president. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oscar, you are out of your fucking mind. You know the internet exists, right? <laughs> Um, a lot of the, a lot of these, uh, the rest of them, I don't know. Mm. Michael Bennett, senator of Col- from Colorado. John, oh God, Hickenlooper. Oh, I've heard that name before. Governor, governor of Colorado. Eric Swalwell, he's been on CNN a few times. I think I like him, mm. but I don't know enough about him. And Martin O'Malley, who we all know from the last. Mm. Uh, I was thinking primary. about Martin O'Malley the other day. <laughs> What's he doing currently? Hmm. Being bland somewhere else. Yeah. Well, we still got we still got two years, so I say. Uh, oh no, we got it. There's a cutoff because I was going to say let's just let's just cut straight to Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. No, no, right in there. no, no. That is someone who needs some more seasoning. She's I not like her where she, she is. She's she literally she, cannot run. Right, right, right. She's too young. You have to be she's 35? far too young. As we know with AOC, though, she might win. Like she won that other district that she didn't run it. Yeah. <laughs> I ha- I hate to say this, and I know Ian, and it sounds like everybody else is going to hate me, but in a perfect world, it's Bernie or Elizabeth Warren for me. But I say the one with the best chance to win is Biden. Mm. I've said that over and over again. Biden's got a lot of support behind him. Right. That's yeah. absolutely true. And he is an actual, well, I don't know. I don't exactly know Biden's backstory, but I'm sure he can play that working class man thing over Trump any day. He pinches I mean, the too guy's many, from Scranton. Yeah. He pinches too many girls' butts, though. If that's the one, that's the only thing that everybody talks about that they could get him on, I'm like, I'm, there's whatever. <laughs> if someone accuses him of molesting him, then it's a different story, but. Right. No, he's. What? Is there actual butt pinching, or are you talking about the leaning in and trying to... He's just old man handsy. Right, okay. I mean, those things look... Old man handsy I can take. Yeah, (laughs) they look horrible when you slow it down and zoom in on it. Right. You know, I mean, who knows? He's Yeah, he's a little handsy, but... It's it's not a popular thing nowadays. (laughs) No. But is it enough to bury him? Yes. Did anybody complain? Uh, No, because it's just old man handsy. He's just inappropriate. I'm telling you, it's too much. Is too much of a gamble. Yeah. Could someone please Wait remind me? As opposed to the guy who's on tape saying he likes to grab women by their pussies? Yes. <laughs> He's not. That's a whole different party. You're but allowed to you, get away with how anything you, But how party. can any of these people with a straight face say that that's a bad thing and go, I'm voting for the guy who's on audio saying he likes to do it? Mm. <laughs> oh, because they don't care. Right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're just. They're monsters. Yeah. That's I'm, okay. See, like, but here's this the thing. Is just. But and Karen said this earlier. You're not winning over those people, mm. right? It doesn't matter who you. You could run a clone of fucking Donald Trump, and they'd still vote for the original, right? But the people who would vote for Joe Biden will have to withdraw their support and no longer host the Oscars because <laughs> oh, of what he's done. I don't. I I don't know. <laughs> it's on the I edge, absolutely, with old man Hansy. But you know, it yeah, yeah, it takes way less than that. To get rid of someone. Right. I seem to remember a man named Howard Dean who was going to be president one day. And <laughs> then he went, woohoo! And he was like, done. That was the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> Dunzo. He didn't grow up anybody as far as I know. But Well, he was clearly a crazy man. 
because <laughs> he screamed in a, in a in a strange way. I mean, Kamala yeah. Harris, um, Elizabeth Warren. I think they're. But, I think and, you're pretty safe with Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Well, the same type of thing with the scream happened to Dukakis. He got in that tank and looked like a little boy riding in a toy tank, and everyone was like, "No, I'm not voting for him." <laughs> like that's what turned it. Kirsten Gillibrand. You see, Biden's got like Biden was actually in the military. His sons yeah. died in the military. I mean, there's just yeah. so many things that could win over those those Yankee Doodle dipshits. <laughs> well, what about um, the guy that uh, our new lieutenant governor? He's got the military background. He's got the right look for <laughs> Republicans to be able to vote on. Stop fucking with Pennsylvania, Karen. <laughs> All right. He's got the he's got the formula that a Republican can say, yeah, yeah, I can vote for him. Like I just feel like with Elizabeth Warren. There's a, there's just a lot of material that he could use that's like, mm. but well, then again, I, now I'm contradicting myself because like you know I'm not who's that going to work on? It's only going to work on his people who are already voting for him, right? Yeah, I mean Pocahontas, Pocahontas, Pocahontas. I can hear it now. The problem is, is that Bernie and Elizabeth Warren, corporate Democrats, fucking hate the both of them. Mm. True. You know, but I hear that the DNC is trying to make things more fair. I heard they're doing they're thinking about doing some kind of round robin debate schedule. Wow. Where, like, the lowest person and the highest person get to debate each other <laughs> to make it, more, you know, after what they did to Bernie. Sure. John Fetterman, by the way, is the person you were talking about, the Fetterman. current lieutenant governor. Right. Or soon to be lieutenant governor. Right. Yeah. No more no more PA presidents. We tried that once. <laughs> Didn't work out. But he looks like a Republican could vote for him. <laughs> Strangely enough. <laughs> that's the criteria. <laughs> yes. And I think yeah, he would be willing to take Trump out the back of the fucking White House and kick his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that in any way. Yeah, I don't think it'll work. I think they're still mad at Pennsylvania for sneaking in the only unconfirmed gay president we've ever had. Huh? <laughs> the lifelong confirmed bachelor. Uh, oh, Jesus. He's got a I'm blanking on the, the president. Oh, no. Hold on. There's only one from Pennsylvania. He was the only unmarried one. James Buchanan. Buchanan. I didn't know he was Pennsylvania. <laughs> he was. The one and only James Buchanan. Hmm. James confirmed bachelor Buchanan. <laughs> Real quick, what about uh, Biden-Romney 2020? Biden running together or against each other? Romney. Running together. together. There's an article on Politico about why Biden should run on a unity ticket. That would be a guaranteed win. Yeah. <laughs> because those old school Republicans that have to you know, go in with Trump to save their own careers could be like, hey, if Romney's there, I mean, I'm not going to lose any ground here. Mm. I'll still get the vote. The, the ticket's got the word unity in it. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I read that headline, I was like, yeah, I'm voting for them. <laughs> <laughs> they are acceptable. That's hot. <laughs> I fucking hate Mitt Romney so much, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a tough. That'd be. I mean, I'd still vote for them, but, uh, but, yeah. I'd, vote, <laughs> but I'd vote for a, a fucking bag of rocks. So <laughs> Binders full of women. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I needed that reminder. <laughs> that was gold. Stupid all right. Romney. We are running along with all that, but uh, I think it was worth it. Hmm. it. It was a good conversation. Anything else for the good of the order, as someone else says? One last thing, but we don't need to talk about it, about the two nuns getting busted for ripping off the school for $500,000 to go to Vegas with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what happens in Vegas? <laughs> Religion for the win. Okay, that's it. <laughs> all right. All right, then that's all we got for this week. Uh, I want to thank Jeff 
Pittsburgh Atheist for uh, supporting the podcast and for joining us and fact-checking and providing right. all of the subsequent information. That was fantastic. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, you can support it by sharing it on social media or leave a review wherever you happen to listen. Uh, or Patreon, you can join us live if you sign up for Patreon. You can join us on the Discord. Again, if you want to contact us, you can also do it on Facebook.com slash ProfaneArg, or you can tweet at ProfaneArg, or send an email to godless at profaneargument.com. I also want to mention other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. It's a podcasting network where you can find a variety of other shows. You can check that out at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you. Thank you.